a very common trait among those who want to achieve their goals, a strategy that all these famous leaders like Caesar and Alexander the Great and Napoleon, what something they use is they all, everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good night. I don't know what time of day it is for you, but welcome to another episode of the Teen Finance Podcast. Today, we're going to be doing a little bit of a self-improvement episode. Hopefully, it's not like we don't turn it into like cringe self-help stuff, but um. We want everyone to come out of this episode on a track to improve themselves as a person. This sounds cringe, but I feel like it, you know, we'll be fine. It'll be good. It'll be good. No, no, it'll be great. It'll be gas. All right. I I, I made it. I tried to make it my best to where it is not cringy self-help. Yeah. Stuff that I I thought genuinely would help me. It's actually useful stuff in the world. So I'll start it out with the first thing. Do you have any announcements, Sam? Anything Um, like that? Uh, I, the only announcement I have is to remember to follow, subscribe, do whatever to, um, you can on your podcasting platform so you can get notifications when we upload a new episode so you don't have to rely on seeing our Instagram stories. That's the only thing. Get into it. <laughs> All right. So I was watching this video. This is guy called Better Than Yesterday. I'm going to shout him out because I took his name. But um, it's called The 22nd Rule. And basically, The 22nd Rule is you make the thing you want to do 20 seconds easier and the thing you don't want to do 20 seconds harder. Okay. Right? So an example of this could be, right, like you come home from school, right, or work, you don't want to go to the gym, right? But your TV is right there. You watch TV, which is just, you just sit down on the couch, you watch your TV. Yeah. Or you go to the gym, which probably takes you 20 seconds to put together your gym bag, right? So the day before, you pack your gym bag, put it by the door, and maybe you put the remote somewhere farther away, right? And so that makes the remote 20 seconds harder to get, and it makes the gym 20 seconds easier to go to. And basically what it is, is like you always want to take the easier way out. But if you make the normally easy way and the less productive way hard, then you'll do the easier thing, like going to the gym. And once you go to the gym, you know, you'll feel good. You'll want to go again um yeah that's that's the gist of it that's but, dubs i i'm trying to figure out good, i'm right? already like thinking of ways i can try to implement this but it's totally true that like it's i i find now like it's way too easy to go on your phone and open right? up like social media and stuff and i guess there is there's one way that i've implemented this into my own life so you know on like you can get sucked away onto tiktok for like hours on end oh so easy. so what I did was I set the um I set myself a screen time limit on the oh, app and then I you have to put in a password so I just like put in a random password and then I forget it. So then ah. if I want to like if I'm that desperate to get onto TikTok like to the point where even after an hour I need more, I have to delete the app, reinstall it, sign back in and everything which just makes it enough of a pain in the ass where I never like go past that one hour. You made it 20 seconds harder. More than 20 seconds. 20 seconds. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. like, that's like the five minute rule. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm just trying to figure out I, the, what I need to start doing is making it easier to do stuff that I don't want to do in the moment, but I know that I want to do to, you know, better myself. 
Yeah, no, because like my problem is I get home from school. I'm like, oh man, I've been doing school all day. I've been doing stuff all day. I, I just want to relax. Lie down and sit I, on I deserve to sit here and mindlessly scroll through TikTok for the yeah. next two hours. Follow us on TikTok at Teen Finance Pod. Um, <laughs> but plug. I just sit there for hours, right? Yeah. And also, I like I will do it for hours. That's sad. I should try to send you a screen time limit. That's smart. Yeah, I do it before should, bed. You just have to like put well. in a, a so password and, and forget it. No, I'm addicted to TikTok. It's actually <laughs> terrible. Um, <laughs> But um, another way, another example that I saw of this was um, like meal prepping your food. And hmm, it's just yeah. like a lot of people, like the easy way is always to get like fast food, I guess, or eat out, Go pick out. up food I from see, somewhere. I've Poke Bowls. Just do for, okay, that's not, that's, that's all right. Poke is delicious. But um, basically it's like you always want to go out. You don't want to make food. Like no yeah. one really wants to go home after a long day and make food. But if yeah. you just like prep it during the weekend when you have plenty of time, you can go home and eat something healthy, right? That'd be so much better for you than eating some like okay quality food or even just like terrible food, like some like McDonald's or something. And if you just make it easy for yourself to eat nice and like eat clean, you'll do it way more. I guess this is like the slot where um companies like what like HelloFresh, Blue Apron, oh, all those. Factor. That's like what they're doing basically is making it easier for people like cook healthy meals and stuff by just like delivering the the groceries to your door so i don't know yeah. as meal prepping is like it's kind of something that you're supposed to do like by yourself but i don't know other like companies can like also like slot in to try to fill that that market for but then at the same time then you're like taking the lazy way out by like yeah so then you're kind of like not doing out. it through yourself I feel like, but if you could discipline yeah, like if you could just make yourself commit to meal prepping your food, like it'll probably be so much better for you too. And you get good at cooking. Exactly. Because you're, you're making food you that you, it's like food that you're going to want to eat for a whole week, right? You have to choose what you're going to want to eat and you're going to want to make it good. You're not going to make some terrible food. Like some chum. And it definitely saves money. Like dude, eating out is yeah. so expensive. Like I, I definitely do it way too much, but it gets think- so pricey. Yeah, I like it's like what Graham Stefan does with this whole like 20 cent iced coffee thing where oh, explain. instead of let's say you go out every single day to buy a cup of Starbucks, that can be like what Starbucks like five dollars now to get like oh, it's, a normal it's so coffee. Bad. It's it's wild. Yeah. So five bucks every day, that's gonna end up being quick math, come on, Sam. At least like probably like two grand a year around. So, or just in between, like seven, like maybe seventeen fifty, eighteen hundred, right? Yeah, I, something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> now that over the span of your life, plus you have to count all the compound interest that you could be getting, you're basically losing out on like a million dollars if you like do that throughout your your whole life because of like compound interest and stuff. So if you can limit it, but like I don't know, just making your own coffee is like not that hard, and all, it's probably you can probably make it better than like Starbucks. Yeah, easy way gonna, to like, could, like invest in an espresso machine too. Yeah, that's your exactly. It's not. It's not terrible. I I think that um, if you're like filthy rich, then at, at some point maybe your time is worth more than how much like the coffee costs. But until you get to that point, like don't waste your money on like dumb stuff like that if you can help yeah, it. That's, yeah, that's fair. I think um, I think I think uh kevin o'leary the guy from shark tank i think he does that too like you know the billionaire 
Yeah. I think he also does that. Or maybe that was their episode together. They yeah, but it was like in there was, I think it was um in their episode together. But for Kevin O'Leary to be doing that doesn't make much sense. Bro makes like so no, much he yeah. probably should be buying Starbucks or having someone Dude. else make his coffee for him. <laughs> his royalty because... on every single business from Shark Tank. Yeah, he probably has a royalty on every Starbucks cup sold. He probably gets back. He probably does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... He makes money when he buys Starbucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I basically like do this if you're a normal person. I don't know. like, Because you, you won't make huge amounts of money like cutting back on little things like that. If you want to become like ultra wealthy, it's got to come from some other place besides just like saving a couple bucks every day. Um, yeah. But you can definitely get something substantial um, from doing that. So, but if you want to go like get become a gazillionaire, then I don't know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta buy and sell a company for that. But um, it's also like you get healthier food, like making your own. Coffee is probably better quality than Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Um, that's grinding your thing. own stuff. <laughs> I yeah, actually dude. go down to like wherever they grow coffee beans and like harvest them myself. Yeah, and every I, single I, I day. crush them in my teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I grind Straight from the source. <laughs> I I grind the, I grind up the coffee beans in my teeth and then I drink a couple boiling water and that's how I do <laughs> yeah, coffee. Just, just switch it around. Instant coffee <laughs> in my mouth. Instant coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. What, what what else do you have? What other tips? Okay. Okay. So I believe the next one that I had. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. This is this sounds cheesy, right? Mm-hmm. And this is basically why you shouldn't tell other people your goals. Okay. Do okay. you have any idea on going with this? Kind of, uh, I don't know, like what, under promise over deliver type thing? Kind of. Okay. Okay. Well, basically, when you tell someone else about your goals, right, it feels like relieving, like it feels like you're getting something off your shoulders, and it makes it feel like you've completed more than you've actually done. Mm-hmm. And there was this test done where they put, it was 160 people into a room, right? And they, they gave them a goal to do in, I think, two days right something easy probably like clean your room or like that yeah and 80 people told the other people what their goal was and 80 people didn't tell anyone right they just sat by themselves and the people who told nobody got their goals done way quicker because they weren't socializing and they didn't think that they got their goal done by talking to other people about it like okay this is probably like a terrible example but there's people who like talk about like um like for my parents' friends, I've heard this before, like about how they're going to renovate their house. Oh, I'm going to renovate the kitchen. I'm going to renovate the kitchen. They talk about it yeah. for like five years, never do it. Yeah. But if I bet if they told nobody and just did the kitchen. Just do been, it. Just do it. Exactly. And that just like kind of makes you get it done. Yeah. And this like, it kind of revolves around the idea of just like being, it's called like, okay, I don't know how I heard it. I think it's called like being a doer, right? Yeah, there's people who would sit around all day thinking about doing something, saying you're going to do something, and never do it. And there's people who will do something like right when you're told about it, right? Or they'll mm-hmm. do something like right when they think it'll better them. And the people who are doers are always way more successful than the people who just like sit there, think about it, never act on anything. Yeah, that was def. I've definitely like struggled with this in the past. I run my mouth a little bit too much and that's too. something that I try to change like when we started this podcast I'm like I'm, we should just like we should just like try to get out an, an episode as quickly as possible like I like obviously I need to tell you because I'm trying to get you to do this with me <laughs> but I think that 
we, like I prioritize that that bias towards action, which mm-hmm. is just the general idea that you should just try to do something, especially if it's something like creative like this. It doesn't matter if the first time you do it is bad. Like you can it can not be perfect and then you can just improve over time. And yeah. that's something that I've definitely struggled with, like trying to only put out like perfection until I realized that like you have to learn from not being perfect. And then you can get to that point of perfection so much better when you have like feedback coming back oh, at yeah. you. So totally. I think the bias towards action is right like 90% of the time. Sometimes obviously you need to like wait because more information is coming out at you or something like that. But the majority of the time, it's good to just try to like do something, just get started. Because if you like starting a YouTube channel, for example, um, Actually, this is something Ali Abdal preaches on his channel. This is because so many people who watch him are like want to people who want to become creators or something like that. And he always says, like, just go upload a video. It doesn't matter if it like sucks, but just go go get started. So you don't just like sit here, you know, making out with your own thoughts for like (laughs) six months or something, however long it takes you. So I think um, the bias towards action is something that is very easy to apply in your own life. Um, once you're like consciously thinking about trying to do it, it's not that hard. Yeah, completely. And, um, my dad has a friend, he's like, he works at Tesla, like pretty successful guy. But, um, my dad was talking to him and this was, I think two years ago when like Texas real estate started blowing up like super fast. Right. Mm -hmm. And we were looking at like trying to get property there just to like quickly turn around because they were building the new Tesla factory there. And literally Austin, two days. Is it or is it in, in it's Corpus Austin. Christi? I think it's, was it Austin? I don't know. It's somewhere there though. It's oh, probably Austin. Austin, right? Yeah. I think it's Austin. But um, literally two days after, right? After my dad told his friend about it, he had three offers. He get, he put three offers on three different houses and he got two houses. Dang. Like, like days later. So he just did he, it. He, he acted on it. And you know yeah. what? That, pro- that property probably tripled in value. Yeah. But if, if he had waited, if he had thought about it too long, maybe then um, no, that's what he would have lost us. out. We thought about it for too long, and you lost we, out in the game. Yeah, we missed the chance. There you go. That so that's that's a very good example of bias towards action being the right move. Obviously, this isn't like don't be like stupid. No, like, no, don't. <laughs> but like yeah. you know, you, you'll you'll know when it's when you'll know deep down inside of you when you should just be doing something, and when it's like you're actually just like waiting to like get more information and stuff you know yeah and it's like you kind of just want to play with what you can lose right like when it comes to an investment like that like only play the amount of money that you feel comfortable losing like Mm -hmm. what i have to do like when i make an investment is i like to think that if i lose you know 90 percent of this money will it be like completely devastating to me or would i be able to like come out of it yeah and if i think it's gonna be completely devastating i'll cut it in half and think about it again and that's like all kind of just comes down to the idea of like just calculating your risk, right? I think that for everyone listening to this podcast, we assume, assuming that we got our target audience right, you, everyone listening to this is like a teenager, not super old yet. So when you're this young, you can, this is the time, like one of the reasons why we wanted to like start this podcast in the first place is to, you know, get teens like the resources they need to succeed financially while they're still young and they can like try everything out. 
you can mess up so bad when you're like a teenager and it will not affect you afterwards. Like you're not making a ton of money yet. So any investing that you do, you're not going to be making like horrendous losses. There's just so much you can do to mess up, learn, and then you won't mess up when you're dealing with like a large swath of money. So now is basically when you're a teenager is the time to learn these lessons the hard way. And I think a lot of lessons such as, you know, don't buy individual stocks, you can't beat the market, all that kind of stuff. You can only learn them the hard way. There's no that's, you, that's so true. Yeah, you cannot learn them by hearing someone. I that, that like when I started investing, I had heard that a trillion times. You go and do it anyway because you think you're like a genius. You you cannot. There's no way to learn it like by having someone tell you. Like, I, you know what? Everyone listening is if you haven't started investing, go buy individual stocks. Just do it because you're gonna inevitably and just like lose the money and and and, and you need to feel that. You need to feel that burn inside yeah. of you. Or in your in your pocket, actually. You know, here I'll give a little investing tip. It's kind of way off topic, but something that I wish I did when I first started was try paper trading. I wish I knew. Right? Actually, no. I did. I did a little bit of paper trading, but I don't think it's the same effect. No, it's not. But it kind of like lets you notice like what is going to happen. Right? Okay. Well, you know, my paper trading story is actually a little bit unique. So I started paper trading right after the crash from the pandemic like in in march of 2020 so i was thinking i made the paper trading account in like april so i bought like a ton of fiverr stock because i thought fiverr was a really cool company i bought this on my paper trading account and i got like 400 percent returns so it did not okay. teach me the lesson I, that's what that's what ego boosted me into thinking that i was a genius <laughs> so i'm like i could just do this with real money i, I was like pissed because like i'd done it with my fake money and i have like Oh my gosh, I could have made so much money because Fiverr went from like $30 to like 200 Oh, bucks. I remember that happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So pay, maybe pay, start paper trading in a recession. So then you can like, <laughs> well, don't, do, don't do it after, <laughs> during, a, I mean, during a big bull run. Well, I think our, both of our trading stores are kind of unique because we hit it right during like COVID 2020 times. Dude, we started investing in such a weird where, time. It was just a time where like everything went up everything jumped by, you know, like 10,000%. One day you wake up, it's at like $10. Next second, 400, then $2, $6. The like, volatility was crazy, yeah. It was crazy. There's so many people trading. Everybody was at home. Like there's so much info getting spread around. So many like different determining factors. And it's like, it was kind of easy to make money then if you knew like just to take profit because that's not what a market should look like. Yeah. But I feel like right now the market's, semi-normal it's not really like barreling down or flying up yo another uh, another big lesson here you don't you don't lose if you take profit you always come out in the green if you take profit so um consider it (laughs) i've never regretted taking profit is what i'm gonna say that's true and i have regretted holding the bag though I'm right. a textbook bag holder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else? Um. Okay. I have one more thing. I got stuff after you, so we're we're good on. Okay. On time. Okay. There's one thing I'm gonna skip. You've touched on it before. It was talent stacking. I'm not gonna go into that right now. Okay. If we have time, but, we can um, hit it later. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna do. Okay. Here's another kind of like 
motivation, not motivational, just like a thing to keep you on track, right? Like the 20 second rule. It's, um, it's called the not to do list. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this before? No. Explain. Okay. So, right. You making a to do list is like, okay, if you have anything you need to get done, start by making a to do list. Yeah. So I have been rocking this way for the past two years, actually. Really? Here's my to-do list right now. Just have Ooh. it on my notes app. Look at that. So I think the to-do list is 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 good. It's it's good. I'll explain why it's bad after. I want to let you finish because I don't want to like yeah. say anything that you're gonna say. But to-do lists, I've been using them for the past like two years. I mean it started off on sticky notes and then I moved it to my my notes app. Yeah. I find it I find it like I've tried to use Notion and all those productivity apps before, but like you you basically you have to keep it as simple as possible. I feel like, and I feel like Notes app is just that. It's so like primitive that yeah. you have to keep it minimal for with distractions and stuff. All right. So okay, I'm gonna off. go Sorry. through. I'm gonna go through my little to do list strategy first. Is I use the app. Um, it's called Reminders. It's on every iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. And you go in Reminders and you make a new reminder and you can set a date on it, right? And I set the date as whenever I make it at like three thirty. So I should be getting home from school around then. Yeah. And until I go onto the reminders app and clear it and I check it off, it will not go away from my home screen. Yeah. It's just like pesky. And, ev- and every time that I pick up my phone, I see presentation. I'm like, yeah. oh man, but I really want to go on TikTok right now. But I see, it's just like staring at me, right? Yeah. It kind of like lingers over me forever. And um, so what the to-do list, right? The, the Sorry, the not to-do list is it's a list of things that you shouldn't do, right? And so you write down the things not to do, right? So on my, I tried this yesterday, actually, right? But um, I wasn't really home that much, but I tried it after I saw about it. And I put, do not go on TikTok, do not go on YouTube, and do not leave my room until 6.45, because I had notes to take, right? And I started yeah. at six o'clock. And I said, do not leave your room until 6.45, I put, do not pick up your phone. And I put it in front of me while I took my notes. And I actually followed it. I don't Dude. know if I just wanted it to work, but it was like actually really motivating that I set these goals to not do. And I like, every time I looked at it, I was like, oh man, I don't want to check off my not to do list. I need that. I need that it's, straight it's, up. It's like actually a pretty solid strategy, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Um, I think that for me i need to find a way to like i just have to like constantly pinned to my home screen um because i like i'll like do something that i know i shouldn't be doing then i'll get pissed at myself after like i like i i shouldn't be this hard on myself but i get like really mad at myself when i'm not doing something productive um and i think maybe i should just be more deliberate with my time that like i am my my me time and my work time you know Got to work on like separating those two, making them explicit so I don't spend so much time just like sitting on TikTok because I always regret it. I always regret it. Me too. I I should just delete the app, but um, (laughs) I won't. (laughs) We we actually need it for for business reasons, promoting the pod. So, yep, yep, that's why Um, I have like so many. Yep. That's the reason I spend when I'm scrolling for hours, it's research for the pod. It's market research. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just. Um, But uh, yeah, I think that the the not to do list. I need to like have that on my as a someone should like make an app that like can do this. But it's just like a 
can become a widget on your on your home on your, on lock your home screen, screen. Or something. Yeah, that'd be great because then you can customize lock screens so yeah but um i thought the not to do list was really interesting mm-hmm. i saw the one example that i saw the guy had a whiteboard in his room mm-hmm. and it was like very in his face i thought that was a cool idea like I putting put a, whiteboard. Like a whiteboard above my computer i guess i have a mouse like, right now and you can like kind of just like brainstorm on it yeah I, just, I thought that was a cool idea. Having like I actually a had a whiteboard, board. dude. Whiteboards are W, I feel like. Right? They're sweet. And I but feel I feel like, like sometimes I just like doodle on them too much. <laughs> yeah, but like also you could also set your goals and then they're like your goals are stuck to your wall. Yeah. <laughs> like not on your phone. You can't just turn it over and throw it away. You're like throw it in the corner. It's like just on your wall. Yeah. You're staring at the things you aren't doing all day. When that I wanna, also- okay. I want to tell you my the, the, the problem with my to-do list. I find sometimes I worry so much like like I I can I procrastinate stuff by like planning. So like like I'll I'll th- I'll say like putting together my to-do list is like something productive and then I'll just like stare at my to-do list for like way too long. But I don't know. And I and I was and I often like prioritize doing the easy stuff on the oh, to-do yeah. list because it's weighted the same as all the other stuff. Like it's it's the same font size, so yeah. I and I, and I just feel like I like you want to make the to do list smaller is the goal, and I feel like so I'll, I'll just like target the easy stuff, which I guess is fine because it starts like the snowball effect of like getting stuff done. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes like I'll put easy stuff onto my to do list, like trick myself into thinking I'm being productive. I don't know if that's like yeah. You see, I, I tell people what I'm doing. And that's why I was talking about the why you don't tell other people your goals. Yeah. Right? I'm like, like my mom will ask me and she's like, are you doing your homework? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go work on my homework right now. And I go to my room. I'm like, oh man, I just finished my homework. I, I said I was doing it. I feel like, yeah, sometimes it can be good to tell other people what you're doing if those people will keep you accountable. Yeah, if they'll hold you accountable, then it's yeah, great. That's like the one situation but where that makes sense. I feel like you but... can't rely on strangers to like hold you. Like people you just like talk to, you can't just tell them your goal and then rely on them to hold you accountable yeah nobody will yeah no one will maybe like your close friends if you like want them to all right this you know what this whole what we just talked about segues perfectly into something that i want to been I've, I've wanted to talk about for a minute so for if so you've hit everything you you really want to talk about right uh yeah i'm, I'm done okay so i'm gonna try to steal the, the last um 15 minutes here I'll see how oh, much yeah. of I can how much I can squeeze in. But for a while I've been listening to this podcast called How to Take Over the World by this guy named Ben. Great podcast, highly recommend. He basically does biographies on very famous and like significant leaders throughout history. So and he he outlines like, you know, the steps they took to take over the world. Um and I've gotten some very good takeaways from listening to hours of this podcast that I want to share all bundled up. So you kind of, you don't need to listen to the hour long episodes. You can kind of just get like the main points. So the first one, a very common trait among those who want to achieve their goals, a strategy that all these famous leaders like Caesar and Alexander the Great and Napoleon, what something they use is they all tunnel vision on a single goal. So this is basically, it's like long-term thinking for success. So you have to figure out like what your goal is. Let's say in the case of Caesar, he wanted to become like the first man in Rome, the most important person in Rome. 
and he focused on that goal. So what he did was he didn't get distracted by any short-term gratification. He was laser focused on achieving um, this one thing that he really truly wanted. And then all the distractions, all the other things that, you know, may be cool in the moment. He was just like, nope, unless it helps me achieve this goal, not going to do it, going to let it be. And with that tunnel vision, you can accomplish a lot more. And it is, you just have to be very like clear about what you want and what gets you there and what doesn't. So for example, to tie this into my own life, I'm like, what do I want to get out of like my high school years or something? One, I want to have a good time, obviously. Two, want to get into a good school, right? Because I know that yeah. once I'm into a good school, then that can help me, that can open gateways of opportunity. And sometimes I think like there can be distractions with the short-term gratification, primarily in like my little media business. Like there's a lot of like jobs that I can take, you know, money that I can get in the moment. It's like, shoot, is doing this, like working on this essay or like making this video to get like however much money which one is like the more it gives me more short term gratification, obviously, the one that's going to give me money and like, you know, going to get my name out there and stuff, which can obviously help in the, another one. But basically, it's like, I just have to remind myself, like, what the what I want to do, like, I don't really want to be a, a sports photographer later in life, you know, like, yeah, maybe I'm making money now, but I'm not going to be like, super rich by taking sports photos when I'm older, you know. Yeah. So really saying laser focus on my goals is like something that I need to work on like I need to get better at it but it's it's something that I'm actively trying to do to like close out all the distractions and realize what's going to get me to the place where I want do you have any like examples of this in your own life Maseo like how can I don't know I'm trying to like I like like see if something's really worth it what do you mean like, by that like like di- like times when you've closed out distractions because you know what you want like what do you want to do in your older myself hmm? i'm, I'm hitting you with the big questions now this that's a big question now. okay you know what i want to do something involving like i want to be like a cfo a mm-hmm. chief financial officer that's like yeah. that that's up there that's like probably the dream is Boom. managing a company's finances so that there's your goal there's your goal you want to become a cfo so now you have okay. to think like what yeah. is going to get you to that position Obviously, like this podcast is like a, it's like a great <laughs> you know gateway. It's it's building like um a giant pit of Maceo content for like potential um hiring managers to like listen to and like figure out who you are and stuff. So something like this is like something that's gonna get to that point. What's like not gonna get you to that point? I don't know. Other like distracting things like playing. Overwatch okay, 2 yeah, here it is. Here it is. on okay, release for hours. <laughs> here, here's my big distraction is like searching for like instant gratification, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like everybody's brain is tricked into always wanting, you know, dopamine, which you get from gratification. Yeah. Like watching TikTok or in my case, I used to play so much video games, right? I was like, it was taking up so much time. Like my grades, well, final semester of last year, were like so rough because I would come home from school and I would not want to do any homework. Mm-hmm. I would just play games and 
than maybe than like work on my homework for maybe 30 minutes every night yeah which is nothing and like i've completely i've almost like completely cut it out and like it doesn't even bother me at all like i kind of just like slowly stop playing certain games that like i didn't ever have that much fun in and then like i haven't really played any games for like two months until now and i've been focusing on stuff like the podcast and school it's like trying to like do stuff that actually will help me rather than just you know searching for instant gratification and i think that the way you want to do this is you want to make it kind of similar to your um 20 second rule that you talked about you need to like that's the 20 second rule is one strategy that you can use to help you with this the whole idea of spending you know like using tunnel vision to focus on what you really want so to tie it all together like if you can make it 20 seconds harder to like hop on the video game 20 seconds easier to like go start your homework or whatever you 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 know you want to do deep down then um that's like an easy way to do it obviously there are ways you can make bigger barriers so that if you don't want to play video games get a macbook sell your pc and get a macbook because then you can't play video games anymore yeah um stuff like that you want to make it you want to find ways that you can put barriers into your own life to um make the things that you know you don't want to do harder to do it's like there's two i feel like there's there's two um everybody has is made up of two different people they're like totally conscious self like aware of their goals dreams desires and aware of the smart thing to do and then there's like their subconscious self which, which just it's like the procrasti- procrastination monkey in your head oh my God, that just that, wants yeah. to go and and screw everything up you need to beat the, so the subconscious self with your conscious <laughs> self so you need to find ways that you can proactively like put up barriers to stop that yeah that's a true and i feel like there's also like a fine line of you know just like cutting everything that you enjoy from your life Ex- and then totally true and then like and then like actually like yeah. doing better in yourself like if i think if i was just to like get rid of all of my hobbies maybe it'd be better for like career-wise getting into college maybe like i think i'd be sad like you're yeah definitely so be, so that's that something that just i've totally dude i've been feeling it in the past <laughs> like couple weeks this is like during homecoming because of like student government everything like the the weeks leading up to homecoming are just like super hectic for me and i've, I've been feeling that uh that burnout so yeah. totally important to do to get some me time do some self-care but if you can i mean i guess try to be deliberate about it you know try to be like yeah. this is time i'm going to set aside because you don't want to like because you're going to need like something that a realization that i've come to recently is that your self-care time your me time your time to cool down is going to appear no matter what it's gonna happen there's no way to stop it so if you if you try to have like no time for doing that at all it's going to materialize in you scrolling on tiktok for like four hours doing something that you know isn't um going to you know release your stress maybe as much as like going and doing something deliberate like going to the gym or something or going like golfing going to hit like some piss missiles at the driving range or hanging out with your friends doing something like that you know is really gonna get to that point um like you just have to realize that it's going to happen and and if you don't if you don't set aside a time block for it it'll materialize in bad ways 
So I don't know. I need yeah. to be more deliberate about that. I need to like put that on my to-do list. Like go go yeah. golfing. Go have fun, you know? Go golf. We should go golfing. But um we should do that. Maybe today. Also kinda, five time. Kinda I don't know. Ties five into time, your know, um, five time. Yeah. Um that kind of ties into the so idea you're talking about earlier about like, you know, we're young now and things really aren't that important. And like go have experiences and do things. Yeah. Like that's kind of all the same idea is like during your free time, like try to go with make an experience just like something like that don't just sit on your phone on tiktok yeah like when you're older what do you want to tell like your kids or your grandkids that you spent your high school years on tiktok or you were like doing all these fun things out with your friends i think we we talked a little bit about this this is like uh, in the first ever episode it was the very of this podcast episode. we talked about spending like when it's okay to like spend your money yeah and we're like go spend your money on like experiences in high school and stuff that's like one thing that you should should do 100 percent. and yeah i think it 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 definitely does come back to that idea that you need to like you need to have fun or else you're not going to be able to uh be productive what's the point in in being super productive it makes you depressed because the purpose of our life is to be happy right yeah and um i know there's this quote that like the one billionaires always say i don't really know what it is but it's like you know, people say money can't buy happiness, but it can buy experiences. It can buy experiences. It can buy time. It can buy time. But the time only thing doing you can't, what you want. But the only thing you can't buy is like you can't buy youth, right? You can't yeah. become younger. And you don't want to waste your years when you're younger just slaving away so you can be successful when you're 60. I but think, there's also a fine line between yeah, those two things. I think that's... Like, I'm like... I'm going to... Like my whole idea is that I want to be like financially free by the time I'm like 30 so I can like enjoy yeah, those years too. with like my kids and stuff. Yeah. Um but like try to like have fun while doing it, you know? I don't want to like Yeah. just be, I have like no fun all the time. Obviously there's ways you can you can totally do both. It doesn't need to be one or yeah. the other, I feel like. All right. Um I'm going to if we have a little bit of time, so I'm going to do um one more lesson from people who have taken over the world and it's it's it all it kind of ties into the whole bias towards action thing but a common thing you see among these mighty military leaders is they always want to be like the first one to attack and do something the reason your bad plan is better then your enemies no plan so the basic idea is like oh you can like wait to like uh, i'm I'll, I'll try to tie this into like you know everyday life in a second but when they're like in the battlefield or something and like napoleon is about to like prepare to fight an enemy they could sit there for like three days and like drop a big battle plan but then that gives like you know the other people time to like figure out their battle plan said you can just throw together like one really quickly that's like oh it's okay it's obviously not the best but when you implement you just you just go straight at the enemy who has had like no time to prepare and you can just body them so this kind of um comes back to like the bias towards action like just do stuff because oftentimes if they're like if you spend too long um waiting to do something someone else might have that same idea like let's say in terms of like starting a business um you could wait years to like perfect this one idea you've had but who knows if in that meantime someone else will like steal that idea from under your feet and um 
it'll all have been for nothing. So once again, like, you know, trying to just get stuff done, just do it, find ways to make it easier for yourself to just do stuff. Um, is something that I think will greatly benefit you. So I don't know. Obviously, like we're not like fighting, we're not like general, like war generals or anything. So I have to find ways that this actually like translates into your life. But I don't know. If, moral of the story: If you have something that you've been thinking about doing for the past like couple months, like what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like stop True. being such a wuss and just do it straight up. And that's like what we were talking about earlier about being a doer. Yeah, and it it totally works. Like you want to be successful, you have to do things. It it won't just come to you. And like everything in your life, you have to work for. Well, like in, it's in also. Most cases. It also comes back to there is never going to be the perfect time. And that's true. you know what? Just just maybe about an hour ago, I was reading a um, letter from Birmingham, Birmingham Jail, which is like a famous Martin Luther King letter. And um, one of his main arguments was to rebut against like these clergymen, these white clergymen who are like, Oh, don't go peacefully protesting. Like now is not the time. Go um like go try to do it through like the court system and stuff. Like wh- why right now? Um a a big thing was that oh, there's never going to be a right time to like execute on a plan. Sometimes you just got to get it done, you know? So yeah. Stop waiting for like this this perfect moment. Because that's just you like trying to find a way to procrastinate. Just got to do it. Get that idea yeah. and just like do it. Throw out a rough draft. Kind of have to think about it like that. Like if you go back to the first episodes of this podcast, I mean, I don't know how much we've improved, but <laughs> we've definitely gotten better. We've gotten more like comfortable and stuff. And who cares that those first episodes are bad? They should be. Yeah, no, they should be. And it's like, and the feedback that we got from those first episodes were, is so valuable. Like you can now, only get better by like doing it and receiving feedback. That's so true. Yeah. Okay. You know what? If we have. To, I know we're over time, but I actually have one more thing that that kind of fits perfectly into this. All right. It's the idea. It's it's from a book that I read called Outliers by the famous Malcolm Gladwell, and one of the main takeaways that people get from the, the book. It's not a self help book by any means. I've we've talked. I've talked about this a lot with like other. The other people have read it like Nate and Raleigh and stuff, but um, it, at the end of the day, it's not a self-help book. It's actually like pointing out the different like factors of luck that successful people have in their lives, which is like totally true. You have to take account of that. But the one like self-help type part of the book, the takeaway that like everyone brings from it is the 10,000 hour rule, which basically mm-hmm. says that you need to have 10,000 hours of dedicated practice to become world-class in like any discipline so yeah so you want to become like cracked at playing the piano it's going to take ten thousand hours of you playing the piano to get good at it but an important caveat that i think i i don't know where i saw this but someone highlighted that um ten thousand hours with of, of practicing something without feedback is not is it's is useless that's so so true if you spend ten thousand hours like talking to yourself, recording practice podcast episodes, and you never post one episode, yeah. then 
how are you going to know what's good and what's bad? Like you just need to get get stuff out there so you can receive feedback. And that's how you can like, you know, that's how you make those hours really worth it. And you make those hours like, you know, something worth, you know, putting time into. That's true. And I think it doesn't, it, it can also sometimes like, if it's something like playing video games and you want to become really good at a video game, the instant feedback is built in. Like you, you get kills yeah, it is. or you don't get yeah. kills. You die or you don't die. If it's something like playing, you want to become really good at playing chess. Like you win or you don't win. So in some of those things, it's yep. built in. But in others, like if like stuff that's more, you know, creative, there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no like, finite just like explicit um like parameter for like winning or accomplishing something then you need to get that feedback in other ways so whatever you need to do to get those feedback and you know put in those hours is is what you need to do if you want to become really good at something all right yeah that makes total sense that was solid. I, we're hitting time. Sorry, I kind of went over with that, but I just want to, I, th- I thought that would be a good way to like wrap this up. That's your call to action. So yeah, what are the, what, let's sum everything up real quick. Everyone after listening, go make your to-do list, go make your not to-do list. Yep. Go figure out what you really want to do. Go figure out what you're going to do for your me time. And then Go spend 10,000 hours becoming really good at whatever you wrote down for what you want to accomplish. All right. That's it for this episode. Hope you all enjoyed. So anything else you want to say? No. See you guys next week. Mark your calendars. Goodbye. Bye-bye.